What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is Shonuff71, aka Digga Dulamite. Bling bling. Man. Man. Oh lord. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 165 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. As usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. As always, I got my partners in crime. First on deck, it's Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much as usual. Just doing, uh, doing my, uh, what is it? My my normal schooling thing, playing games thing. But uh, all in all, it's been pretty good. Been pretty good. So I'm just happy to be recording this fantastic podcast with all of with all of you two guys, and then all you people that are listening. As always, thank you so much. Indeed, indeed. Of course, our show is a no go without Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And Jabroni Chief is the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. Sup? Not much, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, I haven't been really maximizing my dollars, but I've actually been maximizing my dollars because I haven't been, haven't been spending any money on gaming. And I've, like, you know, seen the errors of my ways. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've always, like, looked at my, oh, I'm saving all sorts of money. Oh, wait, I have a bunch of games I haven't played yet. So it's like, okay, it's a dichotomy over here. So. <laughs> So, it you know, May, May, May 1st, I was anticipating buying a few things. I might not buy anything on May 1st. We'll see. So mm. maybe buy one thing, but that's about it, you know. So kind of right. seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, the, um, the um, lesson in the exercise, so to speak. So. Gosh, you're sounding like a drug court testimonial right now. You got ah, it, man. I've seen the light. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> let me go. And then, and then, like, what? What is it, uh, Kev? Like, like two months later, we see him. We see him scratching his shoulders, yeah. <laughs> like at a, at a pre-release. Like, I gotta get this pre-release. I gotta get that steel book. I gotta get that steel book. We're like, They're no, calling me. They're calling me, man. We're like, no, Pookie. No, <laughs> what am I gonna do with your baby? No. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> how did uh, you know? <laughs> hey, admitting admitting you have a problem is the first step to recovery. <laughs> there you go. Got it, man. There you go. There you go. Get, we'll get you a sponsor. It'll be great. <laughs> I know I'm not picking you as my sponsor, Desmond. So. <laughs> oh wow. Well, well, it'd be too hard on me anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. As usual, our first order of business, first topic on the docket is going to be the playlist. All right, let's, uh, Des, why don't you kick things off, man? What you been playing? What have I been playing? Well, 
I mean, to be completely honest, I haven't really been playing that much, and that's mostly because I've been working on schoolwork. Uh, because, like, no, if you don't, if you don't know, but I'm uh, working on my master's program, so I've been doing a lot of of that mostly. So I haven't really been turning on my my system that much, though. The one game that I have been playing, and it's funny, um, is it's on my Xbox, and it's been Tainted Grail Conquest. I know I spoke about this before uh, a couple times on uh, past shows. But it really is a fun little game. It's a it is a roguelite deck builder, like I said before. But um, it's like a it's like this onion that you just keep peeling, and you get new cards, and you meet new people, and it's a and it is a it is a it is a pretty interactive RPG, and and you you unlock different characters, and the characters play different, and you can build their decks up, and you know it's just it's just a really fun experience so far. Uh, music's kind of you know, it's that butt rock kind of stuff. Uh, it reminds me, actually, Joe, I think you get a kick out of it. It reminds me of Sacred 2 a little bit. Um, but but a little bit more, I guess, industrial? But uh, but still pretty good. Um, I I beat the first boss and I've unlocked three, three uh, characters that, she, that I've played with. And uh, a summoner... A pacifier and like a ranger type character pacifier with the baby cradle or something it's a baby cradle yes you you pacify people um like in like in mortal Kombat, it's fantastic um <laughs> that, that's your class uh but no uh it's been really interesting and they all play differently uh depending on on your play style that you might like you know summoner you play cards to to summon monsters and then you can pump the monsters up but the monsters do all the attacking for the most part then there's uh the ranger and the ranger uh you play uh arrow cards and those will do your damage but every time you strike one of your ancestors you know uh fires fires after you do so you get like two shots but but it's all about picking your synergies, your card synergies of how you want to play and whatnot. And this is the tip of the iceberg, um, because you have to beat, you beat. There's four cardinal directions, you know, the north, and the rest of them, east, west, side. Funny how I remember, you know, the directions. It's never eat soggy waffles. North, south, east, west. Never mind. Um, and so, uh, so you have to defeat the the bosses on these in these directions, and then you basically go into the mist and and do different things and and stuff. It's called the weirdness, and you have to light these candles in order to uh, make the. And this is the darkest dungeon aspect of it. The the, the brighter your candle are, the the um, uh, the easier some of the stuff is, and the candle will give you, um, the candle will give you cards. Uh, to help out some are good some are bad you never really know um and you you get either a plus for playing it or you get a plus for discarding it depending on the type of card so it's just a lot of nuances and stuff in it um and again well we had a conversation a couple of shows about um uh deck cards uh or, or roguelike deck builders and i definitely think that this is one of the ones that you should try if you're thinking about getting into it it's got a lot of meat to it you know and it's on games it's on game pass so so I would say definitely take a chance on it. Um, I did real quick uh, fire up uh, Lost Ark for a, for a hot minute uh, to see what was going on with that game. And I played like just maybe a good 15 minutes of it just to see what's going on and see if I and to collect some stuff. 
But for the most part, I don't want to say that it's dead, you know, but I'm kind of, as Joe would say, I'm kind of cold on the game right now. But I'll probably uh, pick back up on it uh, during the summertime when I'm when I'm out of classes. So yeah, it's a couple uh, of new character classes I saw that were busting up this month, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why I was like, I probably will be coming in to see what the um, what the uh, updates are. But but for the most part, it's been a really it's been re- it's, it's been a really slow week for me. So uh, but Kev, what have you been playing, buddy? So I have been playing uh, well, I've been playing vacation this past week. Uh, I love that game. Yeah, oh, you don't play it enough. It's the best game in the world. <laughs> So I was, uh, we took a couple of days, went up to Carmel, uh, probably had some of the best seafood I've ever had in my life, uh, me and my wife, and it was just a whole lot of relaxing, uh, so you got to drive a brand new S-Class Benz for free, uh, which was cool, As well it wasn't free, it was part of the resort stay, I mean they say it's free, but you know you're paying for it um that was fun and uh, spent the rest of the week came back on wednesday spent the rest of the week just vegging out and falling asleep in front of my tv <laughs> playing a couple of games and that's really about it specifically on the gaming front i completed horizon forbidden west and that, How was that? That's that's my game of the year right now. Oh, wow. I don't know. I, I granted we're only in uh, what is this going in, in April? A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of stuff that's supposed to come out this year is not out. I'm I'm speaking specifically of Forspoken and uh, the next God of War Ragnarok. I don't know what's going to take this game off the King of the Mountain for me as far as Game of the Year is concerned because, in my opinion, this game was just that good. Did they set it up for a for a, a next one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it I figured set, they would. It set it up for the next one, and it's if, they're, if they are going to make a Monster Hunter-ish-like Horizon game, it's going to be the third one. I mean, they may put out some DLC to test some concepts for Forbidden West, but the way things ended in this game, you're going to you're going to need help. I'll just leave I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I know in video games, you can you can uh, lone wolf the entire world or the entire universe. I mean, it's a video game, but uh, she gonna need help. And I think that's the the third game is where we're going to see if they decide to go through with it, the Monster Hunter uh, esque uh, methods because it's going to be a global event. She can't do that all by herself. But a fantastic game, um, improvements over the previous game in every aspect, in every just about every category from graphical presentation frame rate obviously to combat just i've i've uh goshed and and praised this game continuously um through previous episodes during my playthrough and it's just my it's my game of the year right now 
and I don't know what is going to knock it off the king of the mountain. So great game. Uh, so aside from trying to decide from what's going, what I'm going to play next, as far as a main, like a mainline game, I jumped back into chorus. I'm, Oh, I, 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 I'm probably closing in on the end scenario because chorus is not that long of a game. Uh, so I'm closing in on the end scenario for that game, I believe. I've been doing a lot of side quests and searching for items in the galaxy that will yield uh, credits so I can upgrade weapons. The interesting thing about Chorus is that the more you use your weapons, the more powerful they become. I mean, whatever weapons that whatever weapons you have attached to your ship. But when you buy new weapons and new upgrades, you inherit those perks from the from, from what you were using before. So you're never upgrading at the cost of strength for a weapon, which is kind of neat interesting story the story has gone from kind of eh to becoming a little bit more interesting it's still that's good poorly acted though it is still very poorly acted the cut scenes are not done the best but a couple of interesting things have happened and of course it's still that same uh uh frenetic arcade arcade inspired gameplay that it, it, it I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it and i've been playing grid legends uh going through the story mode unlocking cars for use in multiplayer i bought my first car for use in multiplayer uh which it seemed like it was kind of expensive for the amount of money that i was earning but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not really all that worried about it because as you unlock uh, access to different online modes through the story, you get you get a bunch of cars for free, or just have access to those cars rather when you jump into the online. But I'm working my way through the story before I start thinking about doing the online, and I still have a bunch of single player stuff to do that's probably going to unlock a whole other a whole bunch of other stuff so having a lot of fun i'm probably closing in on my on the last third of the game i've got about 10 more races to complete before the story ends and it it's i'm constantly amazed at how well these actors uh, cover up <laughs> what would otherwise be uh, kind of a, is kind of a poorly written, <laughs> poorly written, uh, poorly written script, but it's interesting. And the cast that they chose, uh, I think makes it all work together. Uh, as you, it's about you making you the story anyway, is about the team that you're, that you're with Seneca. You, you never get a name. You don't get to change any There's no, you're just this. You're you're basically of the faceless, maskless driver rookie <laughs> for Team Seneca, and you're making things happen. But you're never really. They talk about you, but you're never. You don't. You don't really. You're not really part of the story 
uh, as things progress. But everything, of course, falls on your shoulders to pull things through. But and it, it, it's it for whatever how for whatever reason it works. So and it's still the the, the best racer out there, in my opinion, modern modern racer that is not pure arcade and excluding sims it is it's it's the best one going right now so that is all i have been playing uh, this past week so trader joe why don't you enlighten the folks and let them know what you've been playing bro uh my entire week mainly has been playing um destiny 2 beyond light on here so uh i actually because i was running under the gun a bit because it's leaving game pass today or tomorrow uh, pc games pass so um and uh, obviously this is the game i think i talked last episode that i kind of dipped back in because of uh, our listener chase and uh, kind of found the, the the water was good and the, the eating was fine uh, on that it took me a, a minute, like I said in prior episodes, to kind of get my bearings in the game a little bit. But, uh, you know, given the fact that I knew that I had a limited time to be able to enjoy this beyond, I mean, uh, beyond light, ho, 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 ho. But uh, I went ahead and I plowed through the campaign. I finished the campaign today, actually. So, and, uh, you know, I uh, went ahead and, uh, you know, I beat the uh, particular boss on there. Uh, I just gained my stasis powers. I'll probably lose it tomorrow <laughs> once I, uh, um, you know, lose access to it. But at least I know I have a good base to, you know, go back into this, um, you know, when I'm either able to buy it or if it hits um, PlayStation Plus, you know, uh, deluxe or whatever the tier that's going to allow i'm almost assuming that they'll probably include some destiny content in there with you know the playstation um part of playstation plus but i'm not sure if i'd be willing to wait till june on there or not uh, so uh but enjoy the campaign i got to you know learn more about barracks you know obviously it's not exactly like you know the award-winning you know it's a, a usual destiny campaign on there so um i had to do one strike in the mix which you know i got uh, match made with some randos but the strike was literally just like i think 10 15 minutes it was really short strike on there and i wound up getting a, a pulse rifle no time to explain at the end exotic so on there and of course you know there's other like quest lines that open up but it was like kind of the drip feed content after you finish the campaign <laughs> so i mean i could go back to that at any point in time if need be so on that so uh so i'll probably look into uh coming up and taking a look at uh, the other dlc which i have on playstation which is uh, shadow keep on there and kind of doink around with that because you know i went back to the moon for a minute but knew and knowing that you know i was uh kind of time limited on uh, beyond light i kind of you know went ahead and, and made that investment uh, one thing i kind of discovered too is i've been mainly playing on pc and using um you know microsoft uh, games pass i know that the xbox front end is a piece of rickety dinkety piece of shit no pun intended 
<laughs> on there, um, you know, so I learned to just boot into the e, uh, exe file directly. I don't even go into the Xbox front end at all on there, or nor do I want to. And I'm gonna, you know, obviously, you know, duck out of that. Smart man. Yeah, I mean, obviously, with the Xbox games. Are you using on, Game Bar? Uh, no, the Game Bar. That's what I'm saying because oh. I was first. Trying to use the game bar with this, and I was never able to get full screen. And yeah, it was uh, it's kind of a mess on there. You know, I've talked about in episodes past too, where you know they still, you know, even though Microsoft said they have fixed um, Game Pass Ultimate for PC, uh, they haven't. Uh, there's still people that have been having problems. You know, um, so I've been um, making sure I installed on an external drive on there i'm not getting anywhere near my c drive because you know it still has the uh ability to be able if you don't want to like um, play a game any longer you delete it that the file might still be on your hard drive <laughs> and the only way to get rid of it is to actual do a uh, clean install a wipe of your hard drive to get rid of the files so so but uh, uh besides pc games pass i mean uh you know it's pr pretty pretty good i mean destiny looks pretty well i got a geforce 1070 and uh um i'm very impressed i enjoy the setup i have i got a nice 27 inch lg monitor you know i've got you know running at the every all the frames on there i think i have no no frame limiter or anything so it's running at a, a good spec uh you know 1440p is not bad especially if you're sitting you know right in front of your monitor you know uh, it, it's got me thinking, okay, um, maybe I go get a LG C1 48 inch and, and use that as being my base for PC gaming or possibly put my uh, rig in the living room again and kind of you know, piggyback off that. So we'll have to see how I kind of think around and um, arrange my setup accordingly a bit. So on there so because i'm de debating i might actually just like i have a uh, like a 43 inch sony that's pretty good for gaming but it's only a 60 hertz set that i might just uh, just get another table kind of a, you know play around with the setup and see if, it, if it's going to speak to me and at that point then upgrade the tv afterwards on there so i might dip my toe in that way so but uh, all because of uh, pc games pass and destiny 2 now, unfortunately, I'm not going to you know, make the investment on Microsoft's platform. If I'm going to buy Destiny 2 for PC, I'll probably just dip in and get it for Steam and do it that way. That way, at least, uh, you know, I hate to say it. Bypass the Microsoft front end that way. Yeah, because, I mean, other, I mean, tonight I have to buy the content or I'm going to lose access to it. And it's like, okay, if I have to save this thing on a separate hard drive and it's, you know, unfriendly, even though I know you can allocate where to install your content now on there and you have able you're able to access your files just in case you want to mod. I know that, uh, you know, comparing the two storefronts, it's like no contest, you know, so. On there, uh, what also I played a little bit of Outriders with you, Kev. I know uh, Des was out and about or doing schooling or um, whatnot, so but we played for a little bit. Kept falling asleep, not because of Outriders not being exciting, just because I was butt-ass tired. But uh, 
name of the game, especially when you're playing at 11 o'clock at night. But, uh, you know, I enjoyed going back to it. You know, I I still want to finish the campaign. And you reiterate again with my Devastator. So, I mean, I'll get in there, hell or high water, even if I have to solo on there. I think that's a game with your school schedule you're kind of cold on anyway, right, Dez? If you're around. Uh, No. No, I'm here. No. Okay. Um, I was just taking a sip of some water. Sorry. Um, or some diet, van- or uh, yeah, diet vanilla uh, root beer. Yummy. Um, no, I'll still play it. I just need to take a break of certain, you know, for some games, you know? Oh, for sure. Gotta take a you break. Know. Sometimes you gotta break. There's the way you can be new again. That's all. Good, good. Uh, also, I played, I dabbled with a bit because of my old PC gameness. Uh, I got a deal for PlayStation Now. My Wario 64 had a deal, and so I fired up PlayStation Now on the PC and uh, was actually doinking around with the front end on there. I played a little Virtua Fighter 5 on PC. It kind of dropped my uh, save file in from the cloud. And I felt like it was decent. I mean, it's, it wasn't like, you know, um, if I was going to compare between that and playing natively on my PlayStation 5. I know it's just a shade of lag, but nothing to, um, you know, I, you know, lost the match, one match I played online. I actually played a ranked match online using the uh, uh, PlayStation Now front end. And I actually felt like I lost because, you know, sucked that match versus it being a little bit laggy, you know, on there. So, and I actually fired up and I checked out some PlayStation 4 Doom of all things. And I had the chance to check it out because I figured, you know, a game as frenetic as that particular game, um, I'd be able to see, okay, how's this really handled with uh, doing some streaming on the PlayStation remotely on there and actually played decently and you know i think i will maybe download doom on the ps4 ps5 and play it natively and maybe do some comparison but i think it might be a good uh kind of side hustle just in case if i might be on the go to be able to use the playstation now app if needed on there to play some playstation content remotely depending on what's on the service so kind of um spells well for the possibility of the uh, tier that has PlayStation uh, Plus with the streaming. And because I did buy the Now subscription, I did, you know, I'm going to be basically put into the top tier uh, for a year uh, once they roll it out. So so I felt it was a good investment, 60 bucks. And if you're doing the math course on that, it comes out to like five bucks a month, which is just like, boom. So. And that was my experience with PlayStation Now, and that's pretty much it for me this uh, past week. All right. So with that, we're going to move into our next topic on the docket, which is going to be our main event. So, right, Diz, you got the mic, bro. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Uh, thanks so much, Kevin. So the question for this week's show and main event is let us know here or on Discord your opinions on the PS Plus tiers. Are you <laughs> PS'd off? Ugh. Joe wrote that. Dad joke. Uh, and tier, tiered 
uh, teared uh, off teared off like our other like other podcasts uh, uh, you know just to explain tortured tortured <laughs> Tortured that, that that was a couple of, of game gh radio uh podcast episode names in fact you know i unbeknowing to me because i am a, a participant in that podcast as you well know on this show but yeah um chris decided to name the episode uh pissed off with the p-s-s-e-d off and of course it got a uh Little little bit of a, a response on Twitter from uh, so a just, listener on so this. So. so just recycling it on ours? Huh? <laughs> Keep it over there, buddy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what is your choice of tears if you are going to try things out? Uh, let us know, and we will respond on the next podcast. So... So, yeah, uh, we talked a little bit on our last show, and so we got a couple of responses. And Will D on Discord says, I'm just going to keep the basic plan. As it stands, I have zero use for the higher tier plans unless they are going to include new games. Agreed. You know, I think I think having new great uh, new games, uh, excuse me, would be the best thing for this service. I mean, I that would really show a lot of value if, if they were to give folks new games. And uh, John BT on Discord says, my actual response is, given my PS Plus subscription was up in June, buying PS Now today gives me almost a year of premium at basically the cost of PS of a PS Plus renewal. I like the idea of a big library of games available uh, as I tend to just play one game at a time, but sometimes find myself browsing for what that game will be. This would save me a few bucks in impulse buys. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Also, I'm not that familiar with a PS3 library as I lived in the Ukraine for most of that gen. Uh, might be fun to play the ones you all have mentioned. There you go. And, my, and, and exactly, I think that's another thing that <clears throat> these Game Pass and PS Plus uh, services offer is 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 that backward, backwards compatibility for folks who might have missed it or or youth. You know who were too young and and missed out on it, or or they just didn't have the funds to buy uh, tons of games back in the past. So so they all all of these things have their merits, and I think uh, those are just a couple of them that that really uh, kind of sells the services. Uh, Kev, what are your thoughts on it? I know we spoke a little bit about last last. Um, last show but but what are your what are your thoughts about the tears this is this is our time to shine buddy (laughs) our time to shine okay um i i don't mind it i really don't mind it at all i'm glad that it is not a game pass competitor because i don't want that for reasons i have expressed in previous shows so for me, this is this is actually a good thing. I my, the biggest issue that I'm having it has nothing to do with the service or the tiers being offered. It has to do with my own personal space in gaming. Am I do I am I really going to be going back and playing PS1, PS2, and PS3 and PSP games? That's really the biggest question. Um as it stands, I don't think I will be because I barely got time to play the games I got now. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, I I could be swayed with a, uh, a launch library of, say, you know, I don't know, say, God Hand or, you know, Heavenly Sword or, you know, some uh, some games that that I would that that I would see and I'd remember. Oh yeah, I remember playing that game from back in the day, and uh, that might spark something in me. Uh, I will try the the top tier just to just to see what's going on. I've been. Uh, I don't know where you guys are getting the uh, the PS now. Uh, I've been trying to find it on Amazon. I can't find it. Oh, yeah, it's they took gone. they they took it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, 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 basically, uh, if you want to explain it real quick, uh, Wario sixty four put up a link back end on uh, the PlayStation's website that you were able to go in and subscribe to PlayStation now and get a twelve month subscription for sixty bucks right out of your PlayStation wallet on there but it was up for like i would say about two and a half days and they took uh, the link down finally so oh, okay well wish i wouldn't so, let you know and i didn't know you were on the on the hunt so well i i really was and i i something I mean, you can you'll be able to try that stuff out for a month so i'd probably just uh get the month get the month try it out see if it's something i'm going to be doing and then at that point just wait for black friday because again, <laughs> I just don't, I don't, I don't see the immediate rush because I'm not, I, I just don't know, just don't see myself going back and playing all those older games. So it's either going to be top tier, and I had even considered the mid tier with all the PS4, PS5 games, but then I'm stopped, I stopped and I thought, that's all a bunch of games I already own. So <laughs> I'm sure of it is going to be a whole bunch of games I, I either already own or probably didn't have an interest in playing to begin with. Uh, so I'm probably just going to stick with the with it's either going to be the the, the high tier or the the standard uh, essential is what I'm going to be doing. So um, I that that's that's where I'm that's where I'm looking at it. That's how I'm looking at it. I I think the tiers are good are well priced. I think this is what I want. I think the this methodology is a as in an, is an insurance policy that the quality that I'm used to with PlayStation first party is not going to change because they don't have to fit a service model. So I'm happy. Because I'm I'm still going to be getting the games that I'm used to playing, and I have the option of jumping into back catalog right from retro uh, eras gone by and uh, visiting that when I when I get the gumption to do so. So I'm all good with what they got. Okay, cool. <clears throat> I mean, that's kind of the the one thing you have to look at. I think that the the best thing about the tiers is that you can actually try it for a little while and then if you don't like it you can either go up or down on the tier list and i think that's what the that's what giving uh people choice looks like in my opinion so and i think if if game pass had something like that too that might be uh, a better way to do it except a simple like getting it all or all or nothing kind of situation so 
Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts about it? Well, we kind of talked about it last episode, but, uh, you know, I feel that it's just an enhancement of uh, service that we all already use and pretty much have on here. And if you look at the value proposition on it, you know, additional, you know, at least on paper, five bucks a month to get the four up to 400 uh, PS4, PS5 games. I mean, that in itself by itself should have enough value. I mean, if you look at the yearly price, that's like 40 bucks additional uh, on there, which takes the, you know, amount even lower if you wind up uh, subscribing for an entire year. You're looking at uh, 40 bucks divided by 12. Simple math will take you and give you uh, $3.33 a month to, you know, gain that library. And it's like... Uh, there might be enough, you know, for one, even if stuff you already own, possibly, is that especially if you own it on disc that you're able to, you know, have it to where you could just download it, have on your, you know, system and be able to fire it up without having to go grab the disc <laughs> mm-hmm. on there. So I think that's great. And then I'm really anxious to see. I kind of wish when they unveiled this that they actually came with, you know, everything. Uh revealed at that point i I wish they would have waited and just said okay and these are the games that are going to be available on day one in june on there and showed the playstation playstation 2 psp and ps4 games that are going to be available on the service you know right now we don't know except for the fact that they have like death stranding god of war spider-man spider-man miles morales and returnal and mortal kombat 11 that there's obviously other games that are going to be on the service and you know, Jim Ryan came out and stated, which we'll talk about in news that uh, they are working with uh, everyone under the sun, but uh, you know, I'm all for it. You know, and part of my whole back and forth when we talked about last show and also on that other show I'm on is that people tend to not look and understand the finite details. I, I'm constantly having to correct People that state, one, that it's more expensive without doing the math <laughs> and saying that... Math know, is hard, Joe. I know I math mean, is hard. Do you expect people to do simple addition or division? Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody and, got time for that? Agreed. You know, as much as I would love to have first party day one gets, um, I'm glad it's separate because to me it's like, you know, that's just not part of what I feel... Uh, the service should be, you know, it shouldn't have to be Games Pass. You know, Nintendo has their own service. They set the parameters for that. So for everyone hyping up about, you know, this being a quote unquote Game Pass killer, you know, it's like it was never you know, going to be. It yeah. was never going to be. If any, yeah. people were paying attention to what yeah. Jim Ryan and company were saying, it was never going to be. But but the so-called journalists trying to attempt to get clicks to their site, put out these baitish t- uh, titles, and then the the console warriors just picked it, picked up the ball and ran the play. Oh, yeah. Right now, it's like I know with certain reactions, people are reacting because they feel like, oh, Games Pass is the greatest thing. Well, Game Pass still, you know, if it's the greatest thing to you, so be it. It is, you know, it's like these two ser- services can stand side by side. They don't have to per se 
you know, battle for your particular dollar. I mean, I'm going to, you know, pick and choose what I, I want from all the services I have between PlayStation, Xbox, and, and Nintendo. And so, you know, it's a point that, you know, for you to say, okay, well, this one's better. For, well, great, that's better for you. And that necessarily means that it's the better service, you know, because <laughs> it's just all semantics in the end, you know, so all this like pissed off and teared off and all these other adjectives and stuff like that that people are, are using to title their podcast. <laughs> uh I, I don't necessarily agree with and i'll just lay, lay it down right here i mean at least we i believe we're keeping an open mind even though we're we're very critical of xbox on this show but it's a point that if xbox was their jam that'd be one thing but it's uh you know it's not and i'm you know once all the activision and and bethesda stuff start hitting day one and, and game pass looks better than Maybe you know, it's a point that we'll see how things go at that later point. But uh, you no, know, I'm all for it. I'm I'm anxious to see when June comes around. Just like Kev, I'm not sure you know how much games on the service. I'll probably dabble in some older games if need be. You know, but I'm gonna have to make a concerted effort to say, okay, I'm gonna play Sudikin two, or you know. I'm going to play Wild Arms 4 or whatever else is on the service, you know, hopefully that they have some good uh, wide array of titles like God Hand and uh, Legend of Dragoon and Jumping Flash. And you, I, I could pull like random names out of the back catalog for PlayStation that I think would be just great to, you know, be able to fire up just in case I get the itch. So, And I think that's, I think that's, what it comes down to when you get the itch and having that ability to play what you want, you know, and then delete it and, 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 and not have to buy it or worry about, you know, secondhand trying to buy them for like absorbent amounts of, uh, of money. So, uh, but again, it's a curated library and, and then you could go and have many different discussions about, uh, about, the, the validity the validity of this service and as far as you know is it gonna kill the 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 you know um the physical market which it won't and unless my opinion it, it won't or you can talk about you know having access and 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 for people who who are okay with having a digital services having access like this is works better for them uh, john spoke you know very clearly about it you know being able to check out games that he hasn't played you know and missed there's a whole bunch of games that i missed during the ps3 era so for me um, and there's a whole bunch of games that i did play um so again for me it just it just works better uh to to do this this way so so I'm all for it. I I went ahead and took advantage of the deal and got uh, three years worth. <laughs> so so I'm going to be playing it for a while and checking out what's going on. So uh, so yeah, I'm 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 set for for life. Uh, well, not for life, but I'm set for, for life. For, for, I'm set for quite a while uh, to play these games, but. Uh, I think yeah. it, I just think the value is going to grow over time. I don't know for some reason, I feel, and maybe this is mis, mis, misplaced. I don't think it is, but I just feel more optimistic about the games that I'm going to be getting from PlayStation and what they're going to do with their service than Microsoft. Just because I've seen what Microsoft has been doing with it, and 
and it has not really been all that, um, in my opinion. Is it a bad service? No. But but is it a service that I'm just like, you know, super the greatest that I have it? No, not 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 either, you know. But I mean comparing the two is 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 common because of because of it's it's there, you know. It does it's they're very similar services. Exactly. And, and I think that's but that's, they're they're not the same now. It's the thing. No. One thing I know the argument is like, oh, you're not gonna get day one games. I believe you me. Uh, you know, I'll be surprised to see um, if PlayStation doesn't at least get some day one indies, just like Xbox is doing right now, and, and be able to launch games just like Xbox is doing as far as these smaller independent games directly on the service on here and add that as a part of the whole you know equation on there i mean shadow warrior 3 dropped day one date on there you know uh you know and playstation plus is where rocket league and fall guys came from i mean not all playstation plus games that came in uh, into the service day one are exactly like you know the bomb i mean we i remember me trying to play that game last year that like uh Dynasty Warriors Brawler game was yeah, I forgot what the name of that game is already, but uh, it was kind of butt. And then uh, some other games that dropped day one, you know, Bug Snacks dropped day one last last year, and uh, some people like that game. So it's just uh, you're going to see more stuff. And you know, you, just because you're not getting you know God of War and Horizon day one on the service doesn't mean that you won't get some day one titles so, and whatever service games PlayStation's working on as well. Well, I mean, the that is that's the that's the crux of the issue. And I I believe Jim Ryan talked about that. I mean, well, I guess we'll get to that later in the news. The reason I don't want Horizon and God of War in day and date in a service is because I know the quality of those games are going to decrease. We've seen that. Mm on Microsoft's side that's that's really what it what it's boiled what it boils down to is if you are happy with Halo Infinite being your Halo representation then that's fine but I'm hearing from people who are longtime Halo Halo guys I'm I'm just Captain Casual over here when it comes to the majority of the Xbox uh, what you would call the the pillars of their library from the first party standpoint. These folks ain't happy. I played uh, I played and finished Gears uh, uh, Gears three. What is it? Gears four and Gears five was absolutely atrocious from a store just from a single player campaign standpoint. Absolutely horrible. Mm. absolute trash from the story from the characters the the situations they put them in so i i see what happens and i like gears uh, one two and three and i do i think they're the greatest games ever no but they were reasons why part of the reasons why i went through uh eight xbox 360s was was for gears I, i'm more of a gears fan than a halo fan but it's still i would still consider myself casual when it comes to that 
I see what they're doing with their first party pillar titles and everything outside of Hor- the, the Forza Horizon is not up to the same quality as prior renditions of that game because it has to fit a service model. It has to. You can't. You can't. You can't sink that. You, you can't sink that kind of time and money and marketing dollars into a traditional Halo title when and put it on a service that a ton of your your active users are playing uh, uh, the account juggle game and still getting this thing for a dollar a year. You can't. You can't do that. You're not going to make any money. You're going to lose a crap ton of money. So it has to be that, and I don't want to see that happen to titles that I am truly a fan of. I don't want to see God of War go through that. I don't want to see the next Horizon go through that. And if it's put, those games are put on a service day and date, that's going to happen because we have precedent for that. Yeah. We've got precedent for that. I'd rather them use this as a... Um, platform to launch a game like Gravity Rush or a new Hot Shots Golf or you know something of that nature if, if they're wanting to work on a uh, you know smaller title um, to get that outreach so yeah that that that's absolutely that's absolutely fine it's it it's when you start moving and trying to apply that model to your pillar franchises it changes the very foundation of what those games have become and it's just not going it's just not going to work out it's just not going to work out i don't mind paying 70 dollars for quality i don't you know it's it's for whatever reason uh we have with this this gaming uh this gaming culture uh, it's become taboo to want to pay for the stuff that you want. Uh, yeah, uh, I was having a discussion <laughs> with, uh, and I don't want to call you out, but I'm going to say it, uh, Alfred from GH Radio was excited because uh, there was a uh, tweet that had um, Sekiro as part of a Games Pass April update that wound up being an April Fool's joke. And I wound up having to break the news to Alfred that he was looking forward to playing Sekiro. And I said, oh, it's a, that was April Fool's joke. He says, damn it, I wanted to play that. I wanted to check that game out. And I responded to him and said, well, you could maybe uh, buy the game. <laughs> you know, so. Dude, you can, I, I'm sure you can find, I haven't been at because I, I own it. I'm sure you can find Sekiro at a greatly reduced price right now. And I think that's what really, that that's what I I don't understand. It's like okay, so there there is this game out, or this game that has been out for a long time that you've been curious about. Understandable, you didn't want to spend full price on it. Okay, so you just waited. You could have jumped on this. To, uh, what there have been two Black Fridays, two or three Black Fridays since Sekiro was launched. Could have taken part of took could have checked out the game at, at during one of those periods. Uh, found seen on Steam or or uh, Epic Games on PC. I'm sure it's 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 been on sale there. Various key online keys that have been that, that have had sales. It's like and and it you're it you're not talking. We're not talking about 
it's either this or I'm I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage at the end of the month. Mm. <laughs> this stuff, this stuff boggles. This boggles my mind. This 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 line of thinking where, uh, gosh, I I really want to get this, and it's only fifteen twenty dollars or thirty dollars. Uh, but but oh man, I thought it was coming to this service. I don't care if it's PlayStation Plus or or Game Pass. Oh, I really wanted to try this game, but oh, it's not coming on the service. So now I'm yeah. I'm just deflated that I'm not going to be able to play this game. And it's and my my my, my thinking of so the 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 barrier of entry is whether or not you have to pay some money or not that is not going to be detrimental to your budget anyway one way or the other that just that just boggles my mind for people that think that way i, I don't understand it just depends on how fervent you are i mean obviously some people out there they just rely on their streaming services for movies they don't want to go out and outright purchase a digital copy of a movie so i can kind of see that side of the fence too on there but uh, if it's something you really want to play i mean there's options out there to purchase said games without you know because mm. you know like i know death's door was a uh, much lauded indie on the xbox side on there and it launched without being in games pass even though it got a good marketing push from microsoft and a lot of people were just disappointed that it wasn't included so all the games that do get uh, promoted on the Microsoft side not to be included in Game Pass day one as a detriment because I think Game Pass and Xbox are kind of synonymous with one another and, you know, pretty much they go hand in hand right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. that's a whole other discussion, though. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I understand what you guys are saying, you know, and it, and it does make some, it does, it does make a lot of sense. So, um so yeah thank you so much everybody for taking the time to uh, uh write in and answer our question uh we love talking about uh this stuff in our main event and we love uh talking about your contributions so please if uh one of our topics are your fancy please feel free to uh write to us uh if you have something that you want to say on the show that's another way thing you can do you can definitely beat on the show excuse me to to uh talk about uh one of the topics that we're on during the main events if you have something you want to share or be a part of that conversation uh please let us know and at the end of the show like always uh, kevin will let you know how to do that so our question for our next show is do you ever take a break from gaming uh not like a for a day or two but an extended period of time this is say like a couple weeks a couple months a couple years uh let us know how long you had you had the gaming monkey off your back and we'll talk about it on our next show like i i, I would definitely love to uh, uh hear you know your thoughts about it you know why did you stop uh what brought you back um stuff like that you know we're all different and we all you know have love these games as a hobby um and if you're a game developer let us know you know uh but yeah but that's gonna do it uh thank you so much again and i'll throw it back over to kevin all righty and again thank you for those who contributed to our main event we'll be i'll be giving you a shout out towards the end of the show so our next topic on our docket is going to be the news
Jabroni Chief, you're on deck. All right. Um, got some news stories. Kind of, we'll touch upon a couple about PlayStation Plus, just to kind of be topical with the main event. Um, you know, recently there was an interview with uh, Yari Kunin. If I butchered that name, that's Housemark's managing director. They spoke to uh, the her at the uh, BAFA. BAFTA um, Video Game Awards, that's the British Academy of, of uh, Film and Television Art on there uh, that, uh, you know, Returnal wound up winning like four different awards at the show. And they, they commented the fact that um, it's brilliant that Returnal will be added to Sony's forthcoming revamp subscription service. And what she had to say, as you know, it's been a while since the release and we know people who get into subscriptions play a lot um, that uh, he's hopeful that players will dare to try the game. There's no hidden cost. If you like, it's easy to get into. And he stated that Sony does make some wise decisions like funding this game. They started to fund this game five years ago. They took a leap of faith on there. Um, and they basically stated that they hope people will try the game on PlayStation plus once it is out, once the new service is unveiled, on there and um, they basically said that uh, as far as how has Returnal impacted the studio's DNA, they suggested it can continue to be part of its games. They said the gameplay always comes first to them. Uh, so we always want to have the gameplay and the systems focus to be in the forefront. Uh, we want to even have a better marriage between the two moving ahead. Uh, they said that Returnal made massive leaps to establish narrative as a core part of the experience for them on there where you know i know games pass they didn't really focus on narrative as much on there and um they also stated that uh, as far as story in the game we definitely want to be keep doing more i think uh, we did find something really unique and exciting with returnal uh, we still want definitely think there's more to explore on here so and so just comments about returnal i mean obviously it's a great game i know that uh for me, at least, I bought it. I've been a big Housemark fan in the past, and I have not played it yet, much to my chagrin on here. So I'm hoping people out there you know, give this game more of a shot. I don't know if it sold a, a ton because of the fact that there was a, a problem with the um, install base at the time when the game initially came out with PlayStation 5s being hard to find, which are still hard to find. So... <laughs> Uh, Kevin, what's your opinion? I mean, you, hopefully you think uh, people will maybe pick up on Returnal once it hits the new PlayStation Plus. Uh, I'm sure they will. I believe it sold well, uh, considering the install base. I was able to take advantage of it uh, during during the launch window of the console. I think, but but here, see again. Uh, do I want to say this? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. Uh, we are we are we are in the era of the wimpified gamers. Okay, we're 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 in that era. We have been influ we have been influenced by influencers. We have been um, uh, click baited by so-called gaming journalists, and a game like Returnal is it, it does not appease to this current gaming culture number one it is hard 
oh my gosh, you mean I actually have to get good? Oh, I don't want to have to get good. I need, I need, uh, I need God mode. I need easy mode. I, I don't want to actually have to. You mean I have to play the game to learn patterns and figure things out? Oh, I don't want to have to do that. Uh, mm. This, this is, this is the the era that we're. This is the era that gaming culture tech completely being put in the sewer by the influencers and the journalists uh, that that's where we're at now so i applaud house mark for sticking to their gun sticking to their roots and putting a game like this out i for one am still in biome 2 and i keep getting my butt kicked by that second by that boss now I haven't been playing Returnal actively for a while because I've been I've been running through running through western the western United States <laughs> in Horizon Forbidden West. But I'm but now that I've completed that game, I'm probably that's another game that I'm going to be going back to and playing. And yes, I'm going to die a whole lot. At some point, I'll pass Biome Two. And it's, I'll move on to three, and guess what? I'm probably going to die a whole lot in that as well. That's the type of game that this is. I'm an old man. I got old man reflexes. Wow, I get killed a lot. Big, big surprise there. If, if I mean, it, it's one thing if that's not your speed, but to actively ridicule the game when you know that this is the type of game that, that this is the way it is from the jump just doesn't make sense but again that's the cult that's the gaming culture we're in right now uh so i think putting returnal on a service on playstation plus is is a good move um is it going to get people who are just absolutely set in in their opinions of the game i don't know maybe perhaps uh, but i think housemark has gotten plenty of exposure for what they've done with returnal their prior projects too. They have put their arcade roots into a AAA game with a AAA level story, and I think they're going to continue to do great work. And I'm glad that Returnal is giving them, giving that studio the spotlight that it so uh, greatly deserves right now. So I yeah. think it's get sales. It sold um, 560,000 copies, so it did reasonably well. You know, that's pretty more. good, actually. Yeah. Any thoughts, Des? I don't know if you're going to try a Returnal once it pops up on the service. I, um, I, know. I might. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, I think that game would be really fun to play with somebody else. So, so I might have to play it, you know, in in fun mode with you, Joe, um, or Kev. Uh-huh. I have yeah. no problem giving it a shot. I haven't yeah. played it yet, but I know the co-op mode that you have, like a like a rope that way you don't uh like there's like a, a band so you don't roam too far so you know i won't have to you know move away from you and look for any loot there's no loot in this game so we'll stick close together and hopefully survive so i'm sorry dude there's no loot oh okay? there's loot there's not a whole lot of it but there's loot that's how you upgrade <laughs> Got it, but it's not a diablo loot no it's not look at him he's like it's not diablo though <laughs> uh, that's funny 
right. Well, other news about the service. Yeah, Jim Ryan was actually on the PlayStation podcast recently and talking about the upgrade for PlayStation Plus. And here, and he stated that subscribers uh, will be able to look forward to, quote unquote, all the big games on here. Uh, When asked to name more games set to be available, he replied that they have massive publisher participation. We have all the big names present. We have big publishers. We have small indie publishers. We have over 200 partners. Uh, with the working with us to put their content into PlayStation Plus, so the lineup's really going to be strong on here. Um, but uh, of course, he made a comment asking about the uh, first-party launches on the day of release. He stated that the games that we're making are getting bigger, they're getting better, they're getting more beautiful, they're getting richer, and they're just as getting stronger. Putting these games into a subscription service immediately upon their release would break this cycle and you wouldn't be able to invest in the way we're currently able to, so we're not doing it now. We're going to stick to the approach that we have and has served us well under many years now. Quote, unquote. So, so there you go as far as comments, but you know, it's like <laughs> it's just funny reading the uh, comments. We, we have big publishers. We got small ones. We got you know, it's like it sounds like a, a used car salesman over here. So on here, but uh, you know, so the further commenting, obviously, until we get to see the actual list, we'll we'll kind of take it from there. But uh, it's good that uh, I think he's just setting everything and laying all the cards on the table, at least for now, as far as the approach that they're going to take. So, any comments from either of you two? Not for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, why doesn't Lexus build a $20,000 car? <laughs> there you go. You know, you get what you pay for. I mm-hmm. mean, you can get a $20,000 Toyota, but Lexus doesn't offer their 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 cheapest car. You you can't get into a, a Lexus for 20 grand. There's if you if you want a higher level of quality, not to say that that twenty thousand dollar Corolla is is junk. It's not. It's one of the highest rated cars you can buy. But if you want a higher level of luxury in in a metal box that you're going to be spending the majority of your time in, and if you feel that it's important to you, you're going to pay for it. And that's basically what Jim Ryan is saying right here. If you want quality, if you like the games that we that we have built our our uh, pillar of titles upon for I don't know how many generations now, at least it, it, it for a long time, um, you're going to have to pay for it. And as long as the the gaming public is responding with uh, one million, two million, three million copies sold for each of these for for these AAA uh, single player games, then they're going to continue to run with that model. And I, for one, that that's what I want for them from them. And as long as that level continues, they will continue to get my hard earned seventy dollars. It's it's. That's what you call a a a, a market society. <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, it really is that simple when you think. About you know, it. Yeah. we 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 we've been folks have been listening to uh, uh, Snake Oil Phil and feel that they're entitled to feel that they're going to be able to get 
uh, you know, a Lexus for the cost of a Yugo. Doesn't work that way. You know, we'll see what Starfield's going to turn into. We'll see. We'll see what uh, 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 what is that? Hellblade Two is going to is going to wind up being. But if Halo Infinite is any indication of that, I don't have a whole lot of hope. I really Maybe don't. Grounded 1.0 will finally come out, and then you know, <laughs> you know. Stop it. I know. All right. No, no, it's enough, funny though. Uh, enough uh, ship posting here and, and being snarky. Uh, another last bit it's of not news. Being snarky. On... It's actually it's it's facts though. Oh, I'm talking about my Grounded 1.0. <laughs> oh, oh well, that's yeah, still yeah. facts, bro. That that is still <laughs> facts. That is what you get. That is what you get. When you move to a service, a a to a, a service model, you're gonna get that type of stuff, or you're gonna, or it's gonna be, uh, th- this game X is a game where you get to weave your own story, and, and create your own narrative, and and it, it's an open sandbox, and you get to you get to be the the hero or the villain you want to be. And it's going to be a whole lot of nothing. And we're going to give you these. We're going to fill that that shell for you every month to keep you keep you plugged into the subscription. And then the game chair mafia, after the game has been out for a year, will say, oh, look how wonderful this title is and how great it is from where it, where it had problems at launch. But gee, because it's part of my service, I paid it for. I played it for free. Uh, I, I have this wonderful game now, and and they're going to act like this is a good thing. I mean, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> when you should have had a better game from the jump, and you would have if you would have been willing to to pay for it. But, well, but Snake Oil told yeah, you. Yeah, hopefully they'll learn, and we'll see what happens with Game Pass. So. And then last but not least, last bit of PlayStation um, Plus news. Um, there was a guest on Sacred Symbols, a uh, PlayStation podcast hosted by Colin Moriarty and his fellow podcast host. But uh, they, they had a guest on the show, a um, YouTuber named Moore's Law is Dead, who has stated that Sony's been working on cracking the code for PS3 backward compatibility for years and is finally starting to get closer to realizing this quote-unquote hard work. According to the YouTuber, Sony has had to more or less create many different micro-emulators within a larger emulator order to run various games. Uh, the report claims that because of the PS3 architecture and how various uh, developers had to deploy various tricks and solutions to work with it, so rather than create one emulator for all PS3 games, Sony basically has to create special emulation studio by studio. It's not only a lot of work, but ensures that when PS3 backward compatibility does arrive, it will be limited, probably largely limited to first-party titles on here. But some games are better than no games for many PlayStation fans have been desperate to revisit some of their classic games that are quote-unquote trapped on PS3. So... We'll have to see with all this business, but, you know, I know that there is a PS3 emulator on PC that's been running games to, you know, various degrees on there, and I know it's hard work. 
that's on there, you know, and, you know, I, in a way I know that these games are trapped on PS3, but guess what? I'd go out and buy a PS3 if you really want to play these games, you know, they're uh, pretty cheap, but uh, I think it's kind of cool that they're still working to figure out a hardware solution uh, that way they're not, you know, just going to be uh, playing via stream, but we'll have to see, you know, once the service comes out, if uh, they eventually will come out with a PS3 emulator to be able to play these via download versus streaming on there. I also heard rumors that they're working possibly on a Vita emulator as well. So it might add Vita games eventually to PlayStation Plus, which I think would be cool that, you know, obviously there's no back touch, <laughs> but there might be certain ways for them to get it to work. But, you know, just put, you know, any comments, you guys, it's just kind of put, put this in the GWiz file and hopefully hope for the best. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised that they have to do that. I would think that it would be a lot easier to, to do this. But again, I don't know anything about games, so yikes you know yep <laughs> it's like, like how did it why did they make the architecture so so fiddly i mean i don't know Ken Kuguragi and the cell processor so i guess but jesus you know that, that's a lot like that's a lot i don't know yeah um the cell is is the the mistake that keeps on biting playstation in the butt <laughs> with, with regard to the ps3 and Moore's Law is uh, he's a great source. He, I I listen to his podcast. Uh, Moore's Law is dead. He's a great source for PC and console. But and I'm going to say something else that's probably going to piss a lot of people off. Uh, Hip Hop Gamer has been saying this exact same thing since before the PS5 came out. Mm -hmm. The exact same thing. And Hip Hop Gamer. Uh, has contacts in the industry and he's been saying this that they're working on a hardware solution for ps3 backwards compatibility saying the exact same thing uh and the gaming community just shat on him and in my opinion they did it because he's african-american hip-hop has been he's been saying this for years that the that the PS5 was going to have the a hardware solution to PS3 backwards compatibility, and the gaming community just shat all over him, and it wasn't and it wasn't right. And yes. lo and behold, lo and behold, you know, when the white folks start talking, <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> it's legitimized. Legitimized, it's legitimate. Okay, I got you. Hopefully there's some vindication for Hip Hop Gamer if this comes to fruition for sure. So. I am pissing so many people off this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Hip Hop has been talking about this forever. And he was ridiculed for it. You know, so it is what it is. All right. And other news, uh, Surprise, surprise, Square Enix uh, to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts today dropped a bomb and stated that Kingdom Hearts 4 is in early development. So they had an announcement trailer. Uh, main character Sora is coming back with an updated look. So he doesn't have big old, you know, look 
Disney-looking boots anymore on there. These a little bit more grown up on here, and uh, basically there was some uh, gameplay shown. I guess this is going to be the beginning of an epic new storyline called the quote-unquote Lost Master Arc on here. So uh, they showed a um, boss battle where Sora was fighting against a giant enemy. Um, there is a large, expansive city called the Quadratium on here. Uh, I guess it's a realistic world if need be on here. And um, they also had cameos from both uh, Donald and Goofy as well on there. So, and, uh, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But this looks like a new arc and a new Kingdom Hearts. Hopefully they can make the plot make some sort of sense. I'm not sure how Kingdom Hearts 3 wound up <laughs> concluding as far as that that story arc on there but uh you know getting getting good while the getting's good because you know sora's making disney and square enix that cash dollar dollar i can't i can't see why they wouldn't go back to the series on there so any thoughts you guys i know i'm not the biggest kingdom hearts guy here uh, on here have any of you two dabbled in the series at all Nope, I, I've never played one. I've never really been all that interested in it. I think it, it's it's a interesting game series, and it's been you know has some of the most interesting names, non Japanese names of games. But for me, no, never was a big thing for me. So, got it. That's Japanese. I, I played one and two and finished them, but it's been so long since so I, I don't even remember what happened in them. Uh, from what I understand, the stories are not difficult to follow if you played all the games, including the 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 ones that came on on Nintendo's portables, because they're all linked. Uh, I and I don't know what the uh, story order would be. Uh, you can look, folks can look that up and find that out. But from what I understand, the story is not that difficult to follow if you've been playing all the games. And uh, I guess that's 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 the crux. So I'm sure that when 4 comes out, there will be a, as previous previously on Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> that will catch you up. Uh, so you won't have to go back and play all those all those older titles. I'm sure they're going to do something like that. Uh, for four, so folks can just jump into the new hotness. So uh, I'm definitely curious about it. Um, I had intended to go into three and never got around to it. I got sidetracked by other stuff. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably look into this and hopefully get into it uh, when it drops. You know, maybe it'll give me an impetus because I still own all the Kingdom Hearts titles, and you know they're available a lot of different places. So, mm. you know, who knows? Maybe I'll dip in my toe. I'm not a big Disney guy, but uh, if the gameplay is good enough, I think it might be worthy of a, a playthrough. So, better than going out and buying a new game, right? So, mm -hmm. and it, and wasn't there a there was a Kingdom Hearts compilation that was either supposed to be coming out or has already come out at oh some it's already point. come out yeah yeah so that might be a good place for for folks who are interested to start yeah. and kingdom hearts 3 is actually usually available pretty cheap as well mm -hmm. so you know so i think their ability to be able to catch up on the series 
who knows, maybe there'll be something that, you know, Square Enix is uh, pretty aggressive to put their games up on services. I know uh, it has left games pass, but I bet you anything will probably show up for PlayStation Plus at some point as well. So, mm. so we will see. All right. Other news. Uh, Trek the Yummy, that game from Devolver Digital and developer Flying Wild Hog has a release date. It's coming out on May the 5th on there. So it's coming out. Uh, for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series consoles, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Got Xbox One. Jeez. <laughs> on, there. Mm. on there. So this is the uh, kind of black and white, kind of Kurosawa-esque mm-hmm. game. And uh, it is coming out pretty soon. Um, it is going to drop day and date on Xbox Games Pass for you Game Pass subscribers out there. So you X- Xbox uh, fans out there or... Even someone like myself, I probably won't. I'll probably check it out on Games Pass first, and if it's something I really like, I might pick up the physical from Devolver. But pretty cool that this has a release date. So, so any any comments about Trek the Yummy before I move on? I'm thinking about picking it up. It really looks fun, and I wanted. To, I, I just want to see more. Uh, I I think I'm gonna pick it up. That's all I can say. It's like I think I think it looks really nice. I think it looks really nice. Yeah, I'm pretty excited yeah, it for does. it as well. So, yeah, and it looks really good. I, I kind of like Flying Wild Hog. I don't know how Shadow Warrior Three wound up. I know they're still working and patching it because they moved on. I guess they're having some difficulties with Unreal Engine Four from the other prior games in the series. I know Des, you'll probably have to give us a, a report if need be if you go back to that one. So, which one? Sorry, uh, Shadow Warrior Three. I'm still trying to. I'm still uh, getting through Shadow Warrior One. I wanted to play all of them before I went through. You don't have to play them in order, sir. You could. You, you could like you know. No, Joe. <laughs> no. Uh, that's kind of funny that 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 was a common Desmond like refrain to me. It's like you don't have to play them in order. You can just play it right away. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. Are you done, yeah. sir? I'm done. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. And then a couple more bits of news. Chrono Cross Remaster came out this past week. Uh, I was kind of excited for it. You know, this is the lauded RPG from the PS1 era. And of course, Square Enix has worked on a uh, remaster to be able to bring out for modern day consoles with upgraded visuals and a handful of extras. Well, Digital Foundry went ahead and, and did their due diligence to look at the re-release of this game and they found out hey after looking at this game and looking at side by side that the playstation 5 and xbox series console versions of chrono cross run worse than the playstation one version of what the <laughs> what 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 so yeah they noticed that um that based on their analysis that the game actually runs better on the PlayStation one on here. It drops frames on the PS five and on switch. And sometimes we'll drop below 20, 15 and 10 frames a second in more taxing scenes. Yep. Um, the original release wasn't perfect either. The original PlayStation ran the game between 10 and 30 frames, but basically it's running better on PlayStation 1 than it is on the modern consoles. Even on PC, 
Um, there are certain frame drops where we'll take the game down to 20 frames a second and battles drop to even 15 frames a second, even on a Titan RTX. <laughs> so, so there's something with the programming and the emulation in this game where it's just straight ass busted. So, so, um, Digital Foundry are recommending their recommendations if you happen to own the original and happen to have a way to play it. Uh, that's probably the best way to do it on here, um, you know. But uh, if you don't have the original Chrono Cross at hand, that the remaster still has some value. Uh, they said if you pick up the Switch release, playing in handheld mode drops the resolution to 720p on here but that you're going to have to deal with some of the drops and the performance issues on here so i am so grateful i didn't like uh, not buying games right now because i would have bought this game i probably wouldn't have known but after seeing this i would have been pretty pissed off <laughs> if that's the case mm -hmm. on here so the sleeve of the square enix they need to work on maybe getting a better process to get these remasters out. Uh, they had like noted, like I remember when they busted out with Chrono Trigger on Steam, it was the port of the mobile version and it was straight ass busted too. <laughs> and the community helped to fix some of the aspects of the game to make it run efficiently. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you got a great, beautiful back catalog and you're treating it like, it's like going, going to, uh, I'm going to throw a Fresno reference in here. It's like going to Wonderland Comics. You got all these like treasures beyond and you can like look and see amazing Spider-Man, like, you know, issue number 10 from the Silver Age on the floor, just sitting there getting marinara because uh, <laughs> Wayne <laughs> is not taking care of his uh, uh, comics on here. So I think uh, Square Enix is like the uh, Wayne of... <laughs> The comic book guy of the world, you know, unfortunately, you got you got great games like this, but you want to manage to re-release it, get everyone excited, and then <laughs> come up uh, releasing this. They should have delayed this thing if they can't get a PS1 game to run better on modern-day consoles. It's just ridiculous, so. Well, any thoughts, gentlemen, before I move on to our last story? Nah, you've been killing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. All right. Last but not least... Um, Pac-Man and basically has been having some issues and what Pac-Man and Namco has been dealing with is that they've been uh, fighting in court. Uh, one thing to know that Miss Pac-Man, for whatever reason, was developed by a company in the U.S. and so they don't own all the rights to miss pac-man so and so there was a company at games that releases all those crappy like um you know if you go to the store and see like you know these joysticks where they have like five games and whatnot uh, they basically uh, have gone be behind namco's back to get some of the uh, rights to miss pac-man and so recently there was a arcade archives uh, release of pac land that just came out for consoles and lo and behold miss pac-man is not in the game anymore instead you have pac-mom on here so instead Oof. of busting up um you know miss pac-man's known for her red bow and boots but in this game pac-mom 
sporting pink stilettos hat and gloves on here so i guess mm. baby pack also went through a transformation as well because you know it's this kind of stepping around rights issues that namco has with uh, using miss pac-man so they had to make miss pac-man into pac-mom on there and <laughs> I, I i don't know what to say to this i know Just, i don't know what to say that's oh lord why yeah. Why? Like, I get it, but yeesh. I know, so, you know, <laughs> act to the Pac-Man lore, so, you know, hopefully there's Pac- no fan fanfics uh, out there, or, you know. <laughs> uh, well, well, basically, it seems like Miss Pac-Man was a Pac-Fanfic. <laughs> yeah, created so. by seven dudes at MIT without permission from Namco. <laughs> they sold that to another company, and then this... this it, Years later, generates this this uh, legal battle that yeah. has now created Pac Mom. <laughs> so this this Pac Man was a fanfic to begin with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Midway, the U.S. distributor <laughs> of Pac Man basically went out to these guys, and they actually approached Midway with their uh, Pac Man hack, and they brought it out as Miss Pac Man. So. Wild success, but you know we don't know who Pac Pac Mom is. Is this yeah. Pac Man's mother? Is a stepmother? Did he divorce Miss Pac Man and remarry? I mean, who is this lady? Was Miss Pac Man and Pac Man ever married? I mean, I don't know. Is that we, canon? I mean, I don't know. We haven't seen, so I don't know. It's all a mystery. We'll, we'll mm. never ever know. We'll have to wait, wait for the internet to maybe come up with a fanfic, fan fiction or two. Uh, uh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> It just seems weird <laughs> doesn't it like doesn't it just seem weird to you I, it is like crazy whole... i mean i i always i never i always assumed miss pac-man was was part of the bandai namco yeah family you know i yeah. i it never knew any of this when i was over at video pinball empire <laughs> not yeah. that it would have mattered anyway i it's just it's like i just assumed hey there's a pac-man oh oh they got ms pac-man oh, obviously they were made by the same company okay nope yeah, so <laughs> at, at games nope. they yeah. created a ms pac-man mini arcade cabinet but bandai namco never gave permission and i guess they made a deal with these MIT guys, they acquired the royalty interest rights instead. So if Bandai Namco released anything with Miss Pac-Man in it, they would have to pay at games royalties, the, the company that it was trying to sue. So mm, damn. Some shady ass shit. Mm. <laughs> Say the least. So well, and this has created Pac-Mom. So. Mm. Pac-Mom. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Yeah. Gobble, 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 gobble. It's crazy waka 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 <laughs> that's the news this episode thank this you so much mom pack mom yes Jeez. really wild <laughs> wild stuff out there <laughs> all righty <sighs> folks so so thank you jabroni chief for bringing this week's news and uh for also back for our game night update trader joe's gonna let you know what's going on there there will be no pack moms in our chats. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. You, are if you pack moms? Pack moms out there? You want to? Yeah, you, you pack I'm moms. Single, come on. You know, if you're older, hell, meet my age requirements. So you know. Wow. <laughs> but pack yeah. milf? Is that what we're talking pack. about? Now? <laughs> oh, 
Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. Sorry. <laughs> That's where we're going with this show. Okay. <laughs> no. Ay, 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 muy malo. Okay. Yes, no, our game nights, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, of course, you could join our Discord. Uh, we are playing on multitudes of platforms if we are playing on here. Um, I know John BT joined this last time, and uh, we are going to get back into the world of Monster Hunter Rise on there. But if there's games you want to play, join our Discord. Join our, our chat. You know, who knows? You know, maybe we'll dip back in Lost Ark as well. I know that the Surgeon Fire would love for us to do that and we'll have to take a look but you know this game is this game night is your game night as well so definitely join our discord and we also have a uh, contest running right now for three copies of risk of rain 2 for the playstation 4 console on here that will end as of april 15th so definitely if you haven't already go ahead and join the discord you'll get an automatic entry if you happen to retweet and you know forward the message on twitter we will also give you an additional entry as well so but game night's always fun definitely join us indeed 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 so uh a special shout out again to those who uh well for our listeners of course and those that participate in our discord but another shout out for those who participate in our main event uh, so thank you, Will D and John BT. Uh, like I always say, uh, without you all listening and uh, interacting with us on our Discord and taking part in our main events, we'd just be three old three old dudes just yapping into the internet ether. And we thank you all for that because there's a million and one things you could be doing uh, right about now, but you've decided to carve out a bit of time in your day to uh, give a listen to us and I don't want an episode to go uh, to ever go without thanking you all and uh, letting you know that it is very much appreciated contact you can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com that's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to or if even you yourself would like to be in our show and uh, riff about uh, riff your opinions on uh, gaming to our listeners. You're going to want to send uh, feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at gamingvessels, G A M I N G V E S S E L S. Also on our Twitter page, you're going to find a link to our Discord server, which I would highly encourage our listeners uh, to join. If you are a fan of the show, if you enjoy the, the uh, uh, discourse that we, that we have here on this show, uh, you will definitely find a home uh, on our discord server, varied opinions, uh, varied uh, outlooks on gaming, but everybody is fun and uh, nobody is insulting. And uh, you know, you're, you're, the legitimacy of your parents will, will not be put into question just because you have a a, a, a different opinion about gaming, which uh, unfortunately that seems to be uh, the going method in more popular uh, social media 
platform. So no burn, no no trash fires here. Just uh, a whole lot of uh, some bunch of fun people uh, talking about gaming and uh, having fun interacting with with us there at our Discord server. So again, you will find the link to our Discord server on our Twitter page, and you will also find the link on whatever podcast aggregate you use to download this show. Individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at shownuff 71 That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm shownuff 7 Same spelling with number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am shownuff 71 Same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am shownuff 71 Same spelling as originally. And on my and my switch friend code is seven six five eight two one five five three three zero nine. So Diz, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? All right, my friends, you can find me on Twitter at the Nemo Six. That's T H E N E M O S I X. And on PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live, you can find me at Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. My Nintendo friend code is five two eight zero. 6674-4519. And as always, if you reach out to us, please let us know how you found us, mention the show or something, because we want to talk to people, not bots. They know what they did. Joe, where can folks find you, buddy? Uh, they can find me on Twitter under the handle Jabroni Chief, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. And that's also my handle on both PlayStation Network and Steam. Uh, Xbox, you can find me under the same handle with the number 374 at the end. Nintendo friend code is 4712-5953-1409. All right. So that is going to bring episode 165 to a close. Again, thank you all for hanging in there and listening to us. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, for... Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and, of course, for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. You, you. Jabroni! Jabroni! Sorry, that was little Jabroni. That was little Jabroni right there. Little Jabroni. I am Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Bling, bling, y'all. And we will be back next week for your auditory canals to tune into episode 166. Peace.